by silverscreenroll.com blah 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 who cares Lakers lost again they've now lost three of their last or sorry they've lost seven of their last ten games won three of their last ten uh, I'm Christian joined by Jacob and we're going to talk about our feelings today uh, first of all coming crashing down right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, outside of uh the Lakers and how they're playing. How are you feeling, Jacob? Uh, well, I've had better weekends for uh, Lakers basketball, as you can imagine. Um, but I mean, it's spring, so outside of the Lakers, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to be sad right now. I can okay. actually op- open check, the windows and check your privilege. Some people <laughs> like me have s- spring allergies, and this this is just hell. Oh, right yeah, now. I, don't, I don't have any of that. <laughs> Holland's never affected me. Uh, yeah, the windows have been open. I shut them right now so that you couldn't hear trains passing by, but windows have been open. It's honestly, this is my favorite time of year. So it really, if the Lakers would just start winning basketball <laughs> games, I'd be a lot happier. I think I'm in the minority. I hate like spring and summer. They're probably my least two favorite seasons of all time. Like I would implore you to move to the <laughs> and live through the snow. Yeah. And the fall rain and stuff, uh, and reevaluate your take. But I mean, understandable. I don't have allergies, so it is so hot, bro. Like, uh, the moment it turns into May until really October, it, <laughs> it is just so hot in California. And I have air conditioning, obviously. Um, but even then, man, like. We'll talk about the Lakers eventually. I, I honestly don't care tonight, but we can we can push it off as long <laughs> as possible because that was depressing. Uh, like I enjoy, I'm one of those people that if I can turn like when I'm at a hotel and I don't pay the electricity bill, I will blast the AC just <laughs> so I can sleep with blankets. Um, I'm I'm that type of guy, so. When I'm blasting the AC and it's still not comfortable, it, it's a bad sign. So, um, I uh, in my apartment I'm in right now, I have just a small little. It's it's supposed to be a window air conditioner, but like I'm I'm looking at it now. They basically put a hole in the wall, and that's where it's at. It's really odd, but um, I'm either all or nothing. Like. I try to leave my windows open and just kind of get a natural breeze most of the time. But when it's time to turn that air conditioner on, like windows are closed, blinds are closed. Like this house is getting cool. If I'm spending money on it, I'm blasting that AC. Uh, but fortunately you don't have to do that too much in, uh, in Indiana. Clearly it's a little different in <laughs> California, but there's really only a couple weeks throughout the year that you really have to like blast the AC. Um, but yeah, it's a lot different when you're a grown up and have to pay for it. You can understand. <laughs> I can understand now why my parents 
yelled at me that we aren't cooling off the outside and to <laughs> shut the doors. That's funny. Uh, well, we have to talk about the Lakers eventually. I guess now is a good time as any to start. Lakers loss to the Toronto slash Tampa Bay Raptors, 121 to 14. Have they been able to return home yet? I haven't even Mm-mm. kept track of that. I don't no, believe they have. They're staying in, uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, the Toronto Raptors of Tampa Bay throughout the season, which I don't <laughs> think they're in the, uh, I don't think they're going to make a playing game. So it's only going to be a couple more weeks, which I'm sure they're all kind of, they're two and a half out of the playing game. But honestly, would you rather make the playoffs or get the hell out of Florida? That's it. I mean, <laughs> Because my hands are get the hell out of Florida. I've been to Toronto. Toronto's very nice. I've never been to Tampa, but I I can't imagine it is as nice as Toronto. I tell people all the time, I went on a like a road trip, if you will. Obviously, I had to fly to Canada. I didn't take a road trip to Toronto. That would be nuts. Um, But I flew in to Niagara, the the Canadian side. Flew in a well, I technically flew into Buffalo and then drove to the Niagara to Ni- Niagara, and it is like a like a much cleaner Vegas Niagara. And then <laughs> from there, I just went all across her, uh, Canada, and I was like, man, everything is so clean and nice here. Just a culture shock from from being in LA. I w- I have been to Niagara Falls. Describing it as a clean Vegas is hilarious. Uh, I mean, it's a fun place to go. We, I would recommend it, but um, less for the clean Vegas part and more for the actual <laughs> falls are pretty cool too. And there's a lot you can do around them, but uh, yeah, the clean Vegas. I, I've, I've always wanted to go. Man, we are really pushing off this Lakers. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I've, I've, I've always wanted to take like a West Coast, not even just a road trip, just like get on a train. Uh, Chicago's like two to three hours away from me. Just get on a train in Chicago and go all the way across the West Coast to where San Francisco or L.A. or wherever the, the train stops in California would be cool. The downside is you have to spend like 50-some hours in a train, <laughs> and you have to buy a – you have to spend a lot of money to uh, get your own room and whatnot. But the idea of it would be cool. Yeah, I'm not going to – promote anything without getting paid for it but there was a train service uh if you will (laughs) that uh offered like a buy one get one if you booked a room at through them last month um i wish i would have taken advantage of that but i'm not going to name any names if you're not paying (laughs) us um we want the bag yeah uh but back to the lakers losing 121 to 114 to the Toronto Raptors of Tampa Bay. I like that a lot. It's the same type beat as the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Um, Just abysmal. The worst they've played in a while, I think. And that's saying something considering they lost to the Sacramento Kings on Friday. With, if you include the caveat of with AD and LeBron, this was... Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think back to last season. This was one of the worst losses ever with AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple. I mean, that Nets loss literally right before the pandemic was so bad that everyone just blocked it out of their mind immediately. Um, 
But that game was close. This one wasn't. <laughs> there was like a, it was, a, I believe, a 21 to 6 run uh, at the end of the first half with a group, with the group that started game six of the NBA Finals on the court. Uh, just got run off the court by the Toronto Raptors without three of their top rotation players. Um, There's a lot to be concerned about with how last, how the, uh, well, yeah, when you're listening to this, how last night went. Yeah. Anthony Davis went as far as to say, quote, this is the lowest we've been in a while. And he followed it by saying, we really can't get any lower than this. All, sure due <laughs> all due respect to Anthony Davis. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if uh, the only way to go is up. Like, I I don't know if losing to the LA Clippers in the first round or losing a, a, in a playing spot is worse than this. But uh, give me the playing spot. I do not want. <laughs> I do not want any sort of bragging rights to go to the Clippers. <laughs> um. But yeah, it is a uh, a bad time, and of of all the post game interviews I've sat in on, this is the most like honest I think the players have been all season. Not to say that they've been lying through their teeth all season, because um, we've gotten some pretty honest answers from people scattered throughout the season. But this this tonight really felt like every player was using their platform to just express their grievances about how rushed this season was and the situation they're in. Um, and I want to go through a few of them with you tonight, um, starting with LeBron James. LeBron James had a few concerning quotes, a few mm-hmm. funny quotes, but mostly concerning. Um this is LeBron James on the playing tournament. Uh, I'm going to use a quote from Dave McMenamin of ESPN. He said, LeBron James on the playing tournament. Whoever came up with that shit needs to be fired. Um, I don't know who came up with it. My guess is Adam Silver. I don't think Adam Silver is going to get fired. I don't even know who would fire <laughs> Adam Silver. Um, but... It's it's really funny. I think uh, Srikar, I, if you follow him on Twitter, he yeah. he has very funny tweets. Um, <laughs> he uh, he tweeted something said play in turn play in when you're a top four seed. Ha ha, fuck yeah, yes. Playing in the tourney when you're at the bottom. Well, this fucking sucks. What the fuck? Yeah. And uh, I think that's generally speaking the attitude that the Lakers and Lakers fans have right now. It's like last season I was all for the play-in. play in any team, like anything that makes games outside of the actual postseason feel meaningful is a big win for me. Cause you and I are big soccer fans and the whole appeal of watching soccer, watching every game of the season is the standing shift all the time. And, you know, whoever finishes the top of the table is it. That's it. There's no outside of the domestic tournaments and the European tournaments. That is the trophy to win. Uh, and with with the postseason, with the postseason, it's like okay, the Lakers could sneak in as the number seven seed even after, like 
even after falling into a playing spot, there's a good chance they make the Western Conference Finals, if not the finals, because of the talent they have on the roster. Um, right now, even though the Lakers on paper, I think, are better than they were last season, uh, I don't, <laughs> I think LeBron's comments in combination with the way they played over the last 10 games is like giving people the, well, okay, whose idea was the play in anyway? This sucks. <laughs> I have the optimistic take and the pessimistic take. Which one do you want first? Ah, give me pessimistic first. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you that on paper or slash if healthy, the Lakers are nobody's nobody will beat them in a seven game series. I'm growing more and more concerned that they're never going to get healthy, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk a little bit about here in a minute. But I mean, we've, we've kind of discussed it. Maybe we didn't put enough focus. We talked about how much or when guys would come back and we didn't really talk enough about how little time they were going to have to play together. Like I know early in the year, um, this group, largely speaking, was playing together and kind of figuring things out. AD missed almost two months, um, or over two months, I believe. Uh, LeBron missed six, seven weeks. I don't know what the the final tally was. Um, and this team has had to adapt without them and change. Um, both in terms of their play style and in terms of their just their roster construction. Like Andre Drummond is on this team. I'm sure everyone is well aware. Um, And uh, so we probably didn't spend enough time talking about how tough it was going to be for this team to learn on the fly with 10 games left how to play with one another again. And I'll a lot of time in the last two games, they have looked like a team that has no idea what they're doing together on the court. Um, particularly tonight. Like I was shocked by how bad the defense was um, tonight. And how do I delicately say this? Both LeBron and AD are going to need time to get back into f- rhythm, get back into form. I didn't think either of those guys looked good tonight. And no. I thought a lot of the, especially AD defensively has not looked good. Um, Again, a lot of that is timing, rhythm, getting back in the flow. He's had a lot of time now, so it's starting to get kind of worrisome that he, I mean, he doesn't look anything remotely close to what he looked like in the bubble. Um, I'm not joking when I say LeBron and AD were probably two of the worst players in the Lakers on, on Sunday night. There was a point... Uh, it was either late in the third or early in the fourth. LeBron had a turnover, and, I mean, he's some kind of, like, incredible creature, basically, that, like, he still had 19-7-6, and six, which is, for most guys, just an incredible night. Uh, he had five turnovers, but he's just so good at, like, putting those stats up regardless that, you have to really watch him to get a sense of how he's playing. And yeah, I agree with you. I didn't think 
either one of them looked particularly good tonight. I thought Kuzma was probably the best player for the Lakers. Um, Drummond played well. Um, and THT had some good moments as well, especially offensively. But I'm really starting to worry about how much time this team doesn't have to get this right. And, I mean, you could see, you could sense it in their post-game comments from a lot of them. Um, they're not sure. I mean, you, you mentioned AD said this is the lowest they, they've been and they can only go up from here. Um, Kuzma had some similar quotes. I know AD said we're frustrated, but we can't really use that as an excuse. Um, this is a team that, I mean, we, they've lost six of seven. Um, I think in everybody's mind, LeBron and AD were going to come back and things were going to be right again. And things are certainly not right again. Uh, now you want the optimistic take? Yes, please. That was, that was uh, way longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> well, you can see which side I lean on, but the optimistic take is that LeBron's teams do this literally every year before the playoffs, literally in Cleveland, in Miami, in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, they always have this moment right before the playoffs where it looks like nothing is right, everything's going to be awful, they're going to get – this is the year LeBron finally doesn't make the finals. Um, I mean, we saw last year looking at the, how they played in the bubble, they had the one win over the Clippers, which was an ugly game, and then they looked – like useless yeah. for the rest of the, their time in the bubble. And then they went out and lost their first game against the Blazers too. And that was kind of meltdown mode. Um, I mean, look back any year in Cleveland, right before the playoffs, for whatever reason, his, these teams never finish strong at the end of the regular season. I don't know if it's, they have bigger goals than regular season wins. Uh if it's just the grind of the season wearing down on them and they just kind of don't give it, give a damn at the end of the regular season. I don't know what it is, but time and time again, this is how seasons with LeBron play out at the end of the regular season. Uh, And time and time again, LeBron makes it to the finals. So maybe this is just, we had, we didn't really have to experience it like this last season, just Mm -hmm. because of how, weird the season ended up being uh i saw a couple different cavalier or Cavs fans on my timeline just saying maybe this time it's different but i'm not gonna buy into the lebron's team is falling apart narrative this year and i think they're gonna be fine come the playoffs so them as kind of outsiders gave me a little more hope um because they obviously saw this a lot before um, because ultimately we have seen this team playing at a high level this season with this core, even with a less than 100%, far less than 100% AD. So it's still there. Um, and they can still get to that point, but they're just going to have to do it really quickly now. You know, when you started that, I thought I was going to roll my eyes at everything you said. I didn't think I'd buy into anything you said. But now that you're done, I 
I think I'm with you, which is crazy because the Lakers lost to the Kings on Friday and they lost to the Raptors on Sunday. Um, two two low, low points of the season. It kind of reminds me of the 2018-19 season. The Lakers lost to the Suns uh, when LeBron James came back from injury. And that, I know everybody points back to the, the Brooklyn game, that series as the game where the Lakers just fell apart and their season was over. I think that might have also been the game they got eliminated from the playoffs officially. Um, but that Suns game was when I was like, okay, well, this this team is toast. Um, I don't know how to feel. But when you put it in the context of LeBron James' career, it is easy to forget, and I will admit that I forgot, that last season and, and the run LeBron James had last season with the Lakers was the exception, not the norm. And I'm not talking about the success they had because LeBron James has been on his fair share of good regular season teams. Um, I'm more talking about the noise around the team and, and the locker room drama and the questioning of whether the head coach is good enough. And, you know, if he's putting the right players around LeBron James, Anthony Davis, that wasn't the conversation we were having last season. Like, I don't know if it was because the talent around LeBron and AD was more like, uh, meh, these guys are, are good enough. Like they certainly play their roles well enough, but none of them are going to go off for like 25, 30 points in a playoff game. None of these players are going to win the Lakers any games in the postseason. Uh, and most of the talk around the Lakers leading up to the postseason was that they don't have enough around LeBron and AD to get it done. Again, did not end up being true. Finals KCP is probably the second greatest shooting guard in Lakers history, uh, but I digress. <laughs> the... Hmm. This uh, experience, if you will, is new to Lakers fans, but it's not new to LeBron James fans or, or fans of teams that LeBron James has been on. And, uh, you know, maybe that's what we're experiencing right now. The part that worries me and the only thing that gives me pause is that LeBron James himself admitted on Sunday that he might not be 100% healthy. And if there's one constant that all of these LeBron James teams that have dug themselves out of the dirt is that LeBron James was healthy outside of the team that beat the Warriors or that lost to the Warriors in the finals. I forgot what year it was that LeBron James came out in a cast and announced that he had been playing with a injured hand. It might've been 2017, 18. Yep. I have the, yep. It was that one. It was after the J.R. Smith game that he apparently punched a chalkboard and did some damage in his hand and hit it until the end of the series and came out in the cast afterwards. But even then, like that LeBron James, his team didn't win. But if you look at the stat line, his stat line from that final series, it is one of the single most impressive things any team, any player has done in the final series ever. Like he was fantastic. LeBron James right now does not look like he's ready for the postseason physically. There was all this talk about, you know, him looking so good in, in, 
his practices and it, it's part of the reason why you know before he was before he made his return for the Lakers we had not heard about him being cleared for full on court activity people that people like me that are on the Lakers media relations Twitter account did not know that LeBron James was was cleared to do anything outside of light on court work like it went from LeBron James is out to LeBron James is questionable without a practice in between, without an injury report, at least from the Lakers, that LeBron James was ready to go. This this happened fast. And it seems LeBron agrees that it happens fast and maybe a little too fast. Because after Sunday night's game, um, he said, quote, I don't want to say I came back too early. But at the end of the day, I had to test it out and see where it was at, end quote. I hate that quote. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me worried. I don't like feeling worried. I I don't think anybody likes feeling anxious. That is probably the worst quote that the Lakers could have, like, anticipated other than, I'm done. I quit. I retire today. <laughs> Good like, Lord. Why would you even put that into the universe? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's not good. And I, I'm sure you, you had the same reaction. No. Yeah. That, that if I had to pick between my optimistic and pessimistic take, I would honestly lead a l- little bit more towards pessimistic for pretty much the exact reasons you just said, even those seasons where, uh, the Cavs teams felt like they were imploding. I looked. There was a year they lost their final four games going into the playoffs. There's a year they lost three of the last four going into the playoffs. Even when everything felt like it was going wrong, you still had a healthy LeBron James at the helm ready to just shoulder everything and just be LeBron. Uh, you don't have that this year. Um those quotes are really concerning. <laughs> um, I The one you said on top of that, uh, he said that, or he also mentioned that some of the sharp pain he's felt in games were not there or were not things he felt in workouts. That was The sharp pains part was honestly the most concerning part of either of those quotes. Um, because... Like, when you come back from these injuries, there's also, like, a certain trust factor you have to basically build back up in that ankle that it's not going to give way, that you can plant and cut, and there won't be pain, there won't be, your ankle won't turn, it won't give out, anything like that. If he's feeling sharp pains while doing this, like, I can't imagine he's close to that point where he can just plant and go and trust his ankle. Uh, Maybe, I mean, there's no, maybe he's superhuman. So maybe it just won't matter and he can just play through it, man. (laughs) uh, That was about the worst quote I could have heard after the game. I mean, I was already concerned that he didn't come back in. Part of me just thought, he basically just saw this game was done and we were going to get blown out and he just called it a night. Um, that's at least what I hoped these quotes after the game, I'm not thrilled with. <laughs> and especially when we have to play the nuggets tonight, 
uh, and we're already flirting with having to go into the playing game. Um, it's just a mess right now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you do either. Like, if LeBron's not healthy, I don't know that. I mean, if if he plays like he did tonight, I don't know that the Lakers are any better with him out on the court. Like that version of mm-hmm. that of LeBron that played tonight was not good, mm-hmm. and ultimately there may be ways to play around him, but I don't know what percentage he thinks he's at right now. But I don't think it's enough to warrant putting him back on the court if he's if he's going to be playing like that and he's in that much pain. So I don't know if it's a thing where he just has to play on it get it right that way, but it wasn't great. I didn't feel great when those quotes came across my timeline tonight. Here, okay, you you gave your optimistic view of, of the Lakers. I'm going to end the show on this, and that's if LeBron James has to sit out until, like, the last two games of the regular season, the Lakers are eight games above 500, the nine seed, which is still technically a playoff team, is 500 exactly. Um, and, and the eight seed is 32 and 31, won a game above 500. I think the Lakers will probably steal a few games between here and there. I don't know that they'll finish 500, two games of 500. I think they'll finish well clear of that. Um, if the payoff to like losing regular season games is having a healthy LeBron James for the postseason, or at least at LeBron James, that's more healthy than the one we have right now. I think that's absolutely worth it. The, the cushion they built in the beginning of the regular season. I know, I know there's always a lot of talk about, you know, regular season NBA games, not mattering, but the wins you accumulate in the regular season absolutely matter. And we're seeing why now. And, you know, as much as I would not like to see the Jazz or the Suns in the first round or even to play a play-in game, which just sounds awful at this point, um, with a healthy LeBron James and and Anthony Davis who has, has his wind under him, you know, I'll take I'll, I'll roll the dice on that more than I will a LeBron James and Anthony Davis who are combined at 100%. Um, yeah, that's what they felt like tonight. So, uh, Jacob, in in the time that will pass before you and I talk again, the Lakers will play. God, what the hell? The Lakers will play uh, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Trailblazers, and the Suns. Um, oh, God. <laughs> that is a rough stretch, especially if LeBron James uh, cannot play. I'm not even going to ask you to give me your predictions for those games because I think after the two-game stretch that they've been on, that would be a little unfair. Um, You know, we're either going to get old takes exposed or just uh, (laughs) accused of being pessimist, so I won't put you through that. Um, So, yeah, I think we'll just end the show there, honestly, unless you have any parting thoughts. No, I mean, priority number one right now, I, AD seems, I guess, healthy. I, he needs to get right, whatever that entails, 
just health needs to be number one right now. Like, as you said, I really, I mean, if LeBron has to sit, LeBron has to sit. Like, there's nothing you can really do about it. You can't rush recovery. Uh, he needs to be right for the playoffs physically. Um, and, I mean, none of this is even Dennis Schroeder's in health and safety protocols. So, like, we don't, those, we never know how long he's going to be out or anybody's going to be out for those. So, just get everybody healthy, get everybody back on the court. That's got to be priority number one. So, a week ago, two weeks ago, I wouldn't have thought we would be in this point, but, uh, what a what a season! I honestly, it was always going to be an uphill battle playing basically two seasons, or yeah, better part of two seasons in a calendar year. Um, so just get guys healthy and try to salvage what you can of this regular season and head into the playoffs as fresh as possible. And that'll do it for our show this week. Hopefully we have better things to talk about next week, but given the opponents that the Lakers have coming up on their schedule, (laughs) who knows? Uh, Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.